from RF Smart. This is On Par, a podcast that delves into the very heart of the healthcare system, its supply chain. And here's your host, Sarah Archer. Welcome back to On Par, the healthcare podcast from RF Smart. My name is Sarah Archer. I'm your host. And today I am joined by my friend and colleague, Brian Mintel, and our friend and partner, Andrew Levitt, who is joining us from PwC. I'm going to let them introduce themselves here in just a moment. But before we get started, our topic today is tips, best practices for working together with a implementation partner, as well as just how to have a successful implementation in general. Brian and Andrew are going to give us some best practices and tips to make sure that your implementation goes as smoothly as possible. As we get started today, Brian, would you go ahead and introduce yourself, give a little bit of background about yourself, because this is your first time on the podcast. It is. Thank you, Sarah. I'm excited to be here. It's it's funny, Andrew and I, we, we know each other very well, and we were talking a couple of weeks ago. We both listened to a lot of podcasts, but we've never been on a podcast, so we're excited to be here and spend about 15, 20 minutes with you to go through some of the topics that are near and dear to our heart. So I am Brian Mantell, and I am the practice director at RSmart for our Oracle Cloud product. So I, I'm based out of Denver, Colorado. I've been with RSmart for seven years. And across those seven years, we've implemented about 120 Oracle Cloud customers. Uh, a lot of that started out in the commercial space, but we've been getting deeper and deeper into healthcare. And that's what we're going to talk about today is really what are our best practice and how do we work well together. So Andrew, thank you so much for being here. As Brian mentioned, PwC and RFSmart have a great history of partnership. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Sarah. Super excited to be here with you and Brian today. I'm looking forward to this 15 minutes of fame. Why don't I go ahead and introduce myself? So my name is Andrew Levitz. I'm a director in our cloud and digital practice with PwC, uh, specifically focus in the healthcare provider space. And, and within that, specifically the supply chain space for large-scale ERP implementations. I'm based in, in Phoenix, Arizona. And just to give a little background on my career, I started out working for Amazon in their fulfillment operations space. Essentially always been aligned to supply chain, very passionate about all things supply chain. From there, I jumped into uh, large-scale healthcare provider ERP transformation programs and have been doing that for the last 10, 11 years now. Well, thank you guys so much for both of you being here. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about that partnership between RFSmart as we get started. So our topic today, as I mentioned, is really having a successful implementation and having the people aligned with you that can provide that successful implementation as well as the tools. So Brian, I'm going to let you just kick off our conversation here today about those topics. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You know, I think simply put, across 120 customers, the driving success is really the partners. You got to bring the skill set to the table. There's a major backbone, and that's going to be Oracle Cloud that needs to go along with the R Smart piece. And that's where Andrew and his team come in. So we've got to have the high confidence in a partner like PwC, as well as experience. I mean, you get into the healthcare arena, it's not like making widgets. You've really got to have a healthcare knowledge, healthcare background. You got to understand the processes, the terminology, the pain points that we're trying to solve. And that's where PwC really shines is we're speaking the same language. From my team standpoint, we know Oracle Cloud. My entire team is Oracle Cloud certified. So we bring a lot to the table. On the flip side, from Andrew's viewpoint, we are a critical component as well. So it's important for their team to understand the ins and outs of our smart. That way we come together and we're really viewed as one team. I'm going to tell a little story here. So I've been in the Oracle arena for 20 years, my entire career. I started out of college and went right into Oracle. Um, a few years out of college, one of one of my bosses, the guy that hired me, he emphasized the importance of culture. 
And really what that means is you're going to be on very long projects. The people you work with, you need to get along well. You need to get along well with your teammates. You need to get along well with your customer and your partners. And that really drives success when you all like each other. I think that's one of the areas that the partners like PwC and our Smart Shine, we've got very similar resources. They're passionate. They enjoy work collaborating and working together. And, and it really shines. It, it shows in front of the customer and it allows us to really develop those relationships that are key to success. So I think to summarize, you've got to have the talent, you've got to have the experience, and you've got to have that collaboration and the willingness to work together because we're all driving towards the same goals. I think that that is so imperative and it absolutely shines through. I think that having the relationships and just also knowing that there is really an established relationship of trust. Andrew, I'm curious from you, for those who are listening, who don't have a really good grasp of what PwC does, what the relationship to the customer is, could you kind of summarize what it looks like for PwC in a healthcare implementation like this and what the relationship with a partner like RF Smart looks like as well? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. So at PwC, we are passionate about and pride ourselves and differentiate ourselves around driving transformation through the implementation of technology, right? So this is really about enabling individuals to be able to better perform their job. Healthcare supply chain is very different from you know, retail supply chain, from the commercial sector. And Brian mentioned it as well, but one of the things that is very different about healthcare and specifically supply chain is the the direct relationship between the supply chain professionals and, and their work and the patients that the organization is serving. And so we are very passionate about taking a patient first approach to that transformation, you know, to ensure that the patient always has a seat at the table when we're making decisions, right, around how we're going to design the technology to meet the needs. And so keeping that in mind, that 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 is really one of the things that I have really liked about RF Smart and that we have in common. The mission statement is we exist to transform customers and change lives. And that couldn't be more in alignment uh, with what we are uh, trying to do at PwC. And so we have just found RF Smart to be a, a great partner to Brian's point as well. In this space and on these programs, they're very challenging right? The scope is normally significant, right? There's a lot of decisions to be made on a timeline. And so, you know, it's critical that you're able to effectively partner. And that really starts with aligning on the mission and those values and really enjoying the folks that you work with, right? That, that just proves to, to make for a much better partnership. Yeah, I agree with all that, Andrew. One thing I'd like to add is there's just something special about working with a healthcare organization. I mean, you, you truly are impacting patients' lives. The way that we're able to make things more efficient, uh, solve business problems, get product in the door, get it to where it needs to go. And it carries that extra weight that I know the folks on our projects really value. They enjoy coming in and knowing that they're making an impact. And I know that that definitely aligns with your values as well on the PwC side. Well, and I think too about how when you are assembling a team for any reason, right? Having people who have different perspectives and different backgrounds is always so beneficial. As we continue through our conversation today, I'm just wondering what is it that brings overall success to a project like this and how do partnerships like this bring value to our customers? Yeah, great question. I'll take an example of a project that we recently did and it was a very successful project. But at the beginning, we started the project, PwC, they own the Oracle piece. We own the mobility piece. We were aligned, we were under one project plan, but essentially we were both moving forward on our own parallel paths. And what happened over the course of that couple of years is we gravitated closer together. We realized that a decision being made over here, maybe a meeting that we weren't in, 
may have impacted our smarter, we could have added insight and vice versa. So as we got closer and closer to the testing cycles, to you know UAT, to training, we got closer and closer. And what I mean is not just the individual resources, but also let's start combining these meetings. The outcome of this meeting impacts both of us. We can have a bigger impact, a more positive impact on the customer if we bring these two together and that it makes things more efficient. It allows us to make a decision collectively. And like I said, it led to an ultimate success. As we move forward into the future, cloud is a continuous improvement journey. It's not just about the application, it's about how we work together. And I'm excited where we're at right now because we're not afraid to say, hey, we can do things better. That was a great project. How do we continue to improve? I'd be curious, Andrew, I mean, what, what was your take? I know you, you probably know the two years that you and I got to know each other very well. What was your understanding on how we, by the end, really worked well together? I think I want to I think I want to pick up on the, the one team mindset. I'll start there. So I could not be more passionate about creating a cohesive one team approach. And, and as you think about moving to the cloud and embarking on this journey, and I think that's an approach that you want to implement from day one. So to build on that, I mentioned earlier our, our joint commitment to delivering transformative change to the organization. So what that means is we are looking at business processes from start to finish, from end to end. So if you put yourself in the patient's point of view, they don't care how many different technologies were involved in order for them to receive the best in class care. And so when we're looking across the end to end supply chain business processes, RF Smart is a critical component of our end to end process the business processes, they start on the Oracle side for the most part, you know, and, and then rubber meets the road, so to say, within, within RF Smart, right? The supply chain professionals need to be able to have that capability to be able to essentially execute those transactions while they're on the go throughout the hospital. And so it, it's just imperative that when we're designing the end-to-end process, that we're designing that together. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Andrew, and I think maybe to summarize this and let's get a little tactical here. How are we moving forward? The old way was customer would buy Oracle. They would contract a PwC to go implement Oracle and RSmart would come in and do the mobility piece. And so over those learnings, we've come together and realized, hey, how about from day one, we already know best practice. We already know what you need to start with. We can zero in on the, call it the 10% that may make you unique. Andrew, I know we're working hand in hand on this. Why don't you talk a little bit about your model system? Yeah, that's exactly right, Brian. So we understand at the at the macro level, customers are looking to accelerate the, the time to value and reduce the overall costs of these implementation programs. So we're very committed to looking at how we can accelerate this experience and essentially design by exception to what Brian had introduced there. And so the foundation of how we approach that uh, within these programs is through our model system. So you know, you've got to remember that this is all we do, both on the RFSmart side and within my group. We implement Oracle applications for healthcare providers, and we've done this over and over again for the last 10, 20 years. Technology changes, but many of the underlying business requirements carry forward. And that's what we have essentially built into our model system. It's a healthcare provider model system design. And when I say model system, it is, an, it is a working Oracle cloud, fully configured environment with sample data that we're going to bring to customers on day one. We have essentially extended this to RF Smart. So now our model system is not just a Oracle cloud model system, right? It is an end-to-end -end supply chain, Oracle cloud, and RF Smart 
model systems. Brian and I were on site supporting a client in the weeks following their go live. And the receiving agents on the receiving dock were facing this problem that we had not accounted for. So at this particular hospital, supplies were being shipped to the dock in certain situations that were not on a three-way match PO. So AKA a receipt was not required. They may have had some lab type supplies on a standing PO, two-way match PO. And so those would show up and the way that our Smart and Oracle are designed, they would try to pull up that PO and, and wouldn't be able to, to find it because there's not an available receipt for that PO. And so I, I essentially got Brian on the phone. I think he was at a different hospital and said, hey, can we come up with something? This data is in Oracle. Can you guys essentially call this PO information and at least be able to provide the receiving agents some additional information about that PO, even though they can't perform a receipt, but that'll help them understand, okay, hey, who's the requester? What's the delivery to the location? Where do I need to take this? And Brian being the guy, as he said, you know, absolutely, that makes great sense. And I think within a month, which is an extremely short timeline for introducing an enhancement like that, they had delivered this capability, not just for that customer, but that's now built into the RF Smart model system. So I just thought that'd be a good example. But Brian, do you want to talk a little bit about about what we've done there? No, I, I think you summed it up. The thing I'd like to end on is really, I, I touched on it earlier, it's, there's also this element of continuous improvement. This is not a one and done thing. And so other things that, that PwC and RSPRN are doing, we're, we're meeting regularly. The industry changes, technology changes. We are meeting with our customers that are live and not live. This isn't something that we've taken a customer live and we're gone. We're consistently going back, evaluating the decisions that we made and identifying you know, what changes do we need to make there? And if we make the change there, so it's a continuous improvement. And a lot of that really comes through our collaboration and challenging ourselves, but also direct feedback from customers. We wanna make sure that decisions we made are the correct ones and we tweak along the way. So it tweaks for the customers that we've already completed the go lives for, as well as our, our go forward plan, continue to refine what we identify as best practice. Really to sum up what I'm hearing from you guys, the thing that should be impactful to everyone listening is if you are already an RF Smart customer, you've chosen to go with RF Smart, this should be so encouraging to you because you've got a partner that you've chosen who is holistically thinking about your business. But then if you are listening and you're like, I haven't quite made this choice yet and you're still in the evaluation phase, I would encourage you to take the things that you've heard today and apply them and ask questions of the vendors that you're evaluating. As we wrap up today, guys, I'd love to hit on what are your top tips? What are the best practices for somebody who is implementing or who is looking to have a really successful implementation? Brian, I'll let you go first. Yeah, yeah, I'll start out here. This is near and dear to my heart. Nothing puts a smile on my face like week one and things are going smoothly. And so over the 120 projects, we've really nailed down what drives success. And I know Andrew probably have his own stories here, but agree on a lot of these. Anybody that works in a hospital or in a healthcare organization, you are typically wearing a lot of hats. And anyone listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. You have a lot of roles, you're very busy. It's very difficult to take you out of your day job. These projects can be very intense too. So as we're working with these large organizations, it still is important to make sure that we are prioritizing this type of initiative. We understand you can't take 20 people out of the job, but it really from a leadership level needs to be a commitment that we're gonna spend the time that required to be successful. And then beyond that, a lot of these, let's say you may have 20 hospitals in your network chain, 
everybody, every hospital is going to be impacted by this. There has to be a, a touch point. There has to be a leader at each of these facilities. And really just that responsibility to know that, hey, when this does, this is going to make us better. So if it's going to make us better, I need to take ownership, even though I may not be physically sitting in that room every day as they're going through the design. Really, you get into, so if you got the right staffing, it's core that you have the right scope, you got the right timeline. And then my favorite one is if you feel like you've trained enough, train more. That (laughs) is very important. Uh, A lot of the folks that are going to be picking up a handheld, logging into Oracle, you you feel like you've checked the box, they've gone through their training. Nothing can substitute additional training like Go Live Week. You cannot have someone helping, sitting over someone's shoulder for every single user that's going live on that day one. I think that's my parting comment on that topic is you, you can't train enough. Such good advice. And Andrew, what about you? Yeah, there's so much to say here, Sarah. So I'll pick out a, a few of the things that come immediately to mind. So uh, to piggyback a little bit on, on Brian, I mean, staffing, the way that you approach staffing, I, I would say you really want to look at who are my best individuals that have the best understanding of the organization. It's critical that you're pulling those folks into the program and that they're actively engaged because they're going to be designing and and or defining the way your organization is going to work for the next 5, 10, 15 years. So it's it's just critical that you pull those right individuals in from the get-go. And then I would say on the training component, absolutely very critical. I think a, a key piece or sub bullet beneath that is everybody learns differently and, and we understand that. And so you can't just take one approach to training. Um, and this kind of ties into the change management piece as well, which I know is a very significant part of these programs as well. It's helping facilitate that change and then making sure that individuals know how to perform their jobs on day one. And so to do that, you really have to think about how do we reach these individuals in different mediums, right? Some folks are going to want job aids or quick cards. Other individuals are going to want hands-on live training. Uh, And other folks are going to want to learn on day one as they go, right? Absolutely. Such wonderful advice from both of you. I love... If you haven't, if you think you've trained, train more, having that documentation, making sure you've got all the right people in place, really wonderful advice. Guys, thank you so much for being here with me today. A big thank you to Brian, to Andrew, and to PwC. One thing that I'll say before we go is that if you are listening and you would like more information on getting connected with an implementation partner, ArvSmart has an extensive partner network and wonderful partner management team, and we can get you connected and make sure that you've got all of the right people aligned as we talked about today. So you can email us at info at rfsmart.com if you'd like more information about that. In terms of the podcast, please make sure you subscribe before you go. We have an email subscription at rfsmart.com slash on par. And then we also can, you can subscribe anywhere that you listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. So make sure that you subscribe uh, so that you get updates on when we release new episodes like this one. Thanks again so much, guys, for being here. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye.